On this episode of Snow the Goalie and the Press Row show, post-game show, we break down plenty. We break down the game, break down what it's going to mean for the Flyers going forward as Game 7 is now set for Saturday. But before we get to any of that, we react in real time to the news that came out before the game, which was that Oscar Lindblom, after nine months of battling cancer, working his way back into the lineup, was going to join the team on the ice for Game 6. So the way that this episode is going to start is the first eight minutes or so are the reactions that Anthony and I had live uh, during the Press Row Show pregame as the news broke that he was going to be joining the lineup for the game. After that eight-minute or so clip, you'll hear the typical intro music for Snow the Goalie, and then, of course, after that, it'll be our post-game reactions. There was a lot of fun stuff that came in, uh, not only reacting to the game and to coming up with what we think is going to happen in Game 7, but then also a little bit later, we got to hear from some of our listeners, our viewers on the Press Row Show from, quite frankly, all around the world. We had people checking in from three different continents, four different continents, uh, so it was pretty cool. And that ends up uh, a little bit later on in the show. So first eight minutes or so, reaction to Oscar Lindblom, uh, pregame to him joining the lineup. Then you get the intro music and then the press row show, postgame show. We'll be back, of course, on Saturday night ahead of the Flyers uh, and Islanders game seven. We'll do our pregame show first and second intermission and postgame show. So we hope that you will uh, check that out as well. It's been a fun ride. We're hoping that it continues beyond Saturday. So without further ado, here is Snow the Goalie. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, yes. Wait a second. Hold on. Stop the presses. Not only is this game six, Oscar Lindblom is back in the lineup. Let's say that again. Oscar Lindblom is back in the lineup. A young man who was in the midst of a break. I'm, I swear to God, I might cry. The, a young man who was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer, Ewing sarcoma, in December of 2019, is going to be back in the lineup in the postseason. Game six, if you... If you saw that news and every goosebump on your body didn't stand up, if the hair didn't stand up on the back of your neck, I, I we need to check you for a pulse. Because regardless of how this game goes, you are talking about one of the all-time most inspiring things that has ever happened in the city of Philadelphia, and I think we can say in all of sports. Nine months removed, he's back in the lineup and is going to be playing. We don't know how much, we don't know how long he'll play on 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 ice tonight. Honestly, it doesn't matter. An incredible story to lead us into the press row show. Anthony Sanfilippo, tell me you're excited. Well, I mean, this is fantastic news. I, I look at it from a whole different angle, Russ. This is this is a uh just from a personal level. I don't it doesn't matter what happens tonight. It, like it doesn't matter. It, the, the outcome of this game Fans might be disappointed if they lose this game tonight. 
But it doesn't matter what is happening tonight with Oscar Lindblom being able to play hockey again so soon. I mean, we've seen it in this town. We we, we were here and we stood uh, standing ovation for Mario Lemieux, who was on a hated rival when he came back um, from his cancer. Um, uh, and, and, and like what it meant to the sport for him to be back and, and to do it in front of the Philadelphia fans who treated him like gold because it was more than just sports, right? It was, it was, a, it was human life at that point and it mattered and it mattered big time. And cancer has touched us all in, in varying ways. Um, and, and, and we all know it's a dreaded, dreaded disease. And when we first heard of Lindblom having Ewing sarcoma and we, you know, I had used to write for a medical magazine uh, that, that did uh, stories about cancer research. And I told you right away, I said, if you, if you know the, the data, the, the survival rates long-term are not great. They're, they're, they're possible. They're about 50%. I mean, if we're, if we're going to be honest, if we're going to be bold about it, five-year survival it's a little over 50%, like seven-year survivals, right around 50, right? Maybe a little bit below 50. Um, and, and so it was a very sad thing. And I'm sure that that's part of what affected this team back in December when they first found out that their teammate at such a young age uh, was stricken with this horrible disease. So to have nine months later, to have him back and have him playing the sport of hockey again, that's the win, man. Yep. That's the win. So tonight, tonight's gravy. Anything that if they if the Flyers win this game tonight, it's gravy. The story of Oscar Lindblom being able to come back and play hockey nine months later is the is the win. And and, and to me, that's all all that matters. It I, you know I'm going to watch this game. I'm going to enjoy it tonight. I don't think that there's a moment that we could sit here and, and get upset if this team plays poorly, yep. if somebody makes a mistake. None of that matters right now. And 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 this is this is all Oscar Limblom. That yep. said. That said, I do wonder if this was planned or if this is the Flyers looking at it saying we're going to be without one of our most important players in Sean Couturier. How the heck can we get this team where it needs to be to play at the level it needs to play at without Couturier to try and win this game and force a game seven? And maybe, just maybe, they decided to throw, to push Limblom out there. Now, he's going to be he's cleared by doctors there's no question that this isn't something that where they're rushing him back right i mean the doctors say it's he's good to go and and i will trust his doctors i mean he was with some of the best doctors in america for cancer okay so i will trust these doctors to say that he's okay but if he only plays 5 6 7 minutes which is which is a phenomenal story for me yep. the fact that he's even playing but if he only plays five, six, or seven minutes, whatever the case might be, it, the question then becomes, was it done to try and purely to try and jumpstart the team? And, and that's where that's my only reservation about it. Yeah. Otherwise, this is the coolest thing since since Mario, in my mind, coming back and playing. I think uh, 
Yeah, it's never been my uh, my goal to tear up on a show. And I know that usually, like, I, I, I openly am just kind of like, when you see somebody on Twitter say, oh, you know, the insert team here, like, cleared or, like, um, uh, cured my my depression or whatever you're kind of like okay that that might not be the best thing to put out and you don't know how how when you see somebody say oh man the flyers coming back and winning you know broke you know put me in tears you're like "Uh, okay this is a thing where like if your head doesn't immediately go to somebody you've lost or somebody who's battled or somebody who's currently battling and you think about what this means to so many people Mm mm-hmm you think about earlier in the week, Chadwick Boseman, the, the actor who played Black Panther. You think of the fact that for four years he battled stage three and then stage four colon cancer, visited hospitals, seeing young, sick kids, never said a word, never complained. We talked to Colby Cohen. We talked to people who have been around Oscar throughout the pandemic about how he never once complained about other players, people around the team who've said he never complained. What a positive young man he is. And we got to see that. You and I have gotten to see, prior to his diagnosis, what a positive, uplifting kind of guy he is. Smile that lights up a room. Elaine Vigneault said it all year. This, this is so much more important than sports. So much more important. And I know that everybody out there is probably in agreement. And the second they drop the puck, if they, if they give up a goal two minutes in, everybody's going to be cursing, throwing stuff at their TV like any other time. But the thing is, like, this puts everything in perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, seriously, it's a beautiful moment. It really is. And not just for him, for his girlfriend, for his family who got to see him prior to him joining the team in Toronto. It takes so many people and any anybody and probably everybody who's watching this right now has had somebody go through this battle. It is critical to have that support around you. And this is as much of a triumph for all those people who have supported him as it is for him himself. Hi, my name is Ali Vigneault, coach of the Flyers. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hi, I'm Matt Niskanen. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hi, it's Derek Graham. Hi, this is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 My God! My God! My God! Good God Almighty! Good God Almighty! Ivan Provorov! That's Ivan Provorov's music! My God King! My God, can you believe this? There's hell, fire, and brimstone. We're going to see a game seven. Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, game seven. It's coming. Saturday. We knew it all along. We knew it all along. We believed we never gave up hope. Okay, we might have given up some hope some of the time. Welcome into the Press Row Show, brought to you by Snow the Goal, the only Flyers podcast, people's podcast, players podcast, prognosticators podcast, PLI podcast, Parker cast, Knubel cast, Breer cast, Hitchcock cast, Bruby cast, AV cast, Connect Me cast, postseason podcast, Game 7 podcast, let's go. Anthony Is it Provo. the Provorov cast? The Provy cast. Provy cast? Oh, did you know Provorov is Russian for see you in Game 7? I made it up, I tweeted it out, and it's true. I I, I don't know. Uh, you know what, Russ? What? <laughs> I can't tell you. I've I've not seen a hockey game where a team is utterly outplayed as much as the Flyers were outplayed tonight. Yep. And they were still able to pull it off in double overtime. Like 
these things happen in the regular season and you end up with like a fluky three on three goal where you win in the shootout or something like that. But these things don't happen in the playoffs. You don't get dominated from one end of the ice to the other and find a way to win the game. And yet, and- somehow, some way, this Flyers team wins game six in double overtime, going seven, like we thought all along. All along. <laughs> Maybe it didn't happen the way we thought it was going to happen. We knew it was going to be seven games. And here we are, going to go seven games on Saturday. I- I don't, Russ. I'm out of I'm out of words for this team. I'm out of explanations. How for this how, team? How how could you be out of words? Listen, there have been so many things in this series that have gone sideways that I haven't known how to react to. And on on a night where you would expect that the team would have come out with a, an unbelievable fire and incomparable fire with Oscar Lindblom on the ice. They get out to an early lead. Things go sideways. They end up looking like they are dead in the water. And then the third period, Scott Lawton, a guy who looked fantastic for most of the season, looked incredible during the round robin, looked more or less MIA since the round robin. He uh, He's turned his game around and forces the OT. Overtime, kind of a mess, some decent opportunities. That double OT... It just kind of, you remember how I said a few games ago, I was like, I'm just not ready for it to be over yet. Well, apparently I wasn't alone. Apparently the guys in that locker room felt the same way. Yep. Yeah. And it, and you know what? And like, it, this is a good feeling. It is because the amount of people who stuck with this team, stuck with our show uh, over the course of last season, which was an absolute abject failure, disgusting disaster, Every negative adjective you could put, you could attach to it. Had to watch momentum go away, had to watch the NHL pause, had to see things kind of look okay. Then Montreal was eh, and then this series looked like it was going to get away from the team really fast. This fan base deserves a game seven. Uh, um, I deserve an apology from you, Russ. No. I Not deserve one for what I deserve one because after game four, when you, uh, you were ready to bury this team, when you were ready to call everybody out for being horrible, calling the season an abject failure. I did not call the se- no, I did not call the season. An abject oh, failure. you did. You said, said losing no, to this not. team. This is a fail. This is a I failure. Did, so, I did not. You will have to go back and find that yeah, that audio. That yeah, audio doesn't audio. exist. There was audio. There and was it's, not. it's still out there. No. And some of our people that are in here every after every show, thank you for being in here after every show. They will attest to this because that's where you were after game four. And now all of a sudden it's this city deserves this team. This team is great. These fans deserve this effort and deserve this team. And that's what I was saying on Friday. It's that this is a, it's not over. But B, this isn't, they're not terrible. They're not a bad team. They're resilient. They fight back. And if they don't win the series, they don't win the series. But guess what? There's a lot to really like about this Flyers team. They're young, right? They're, 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 you know, on their way up. The window is just opening. And you're seeing it tonight. You're seeing it these last two games. Even when they're outmatched, they don't quit, they don't give up. And, you know, we said we needed a game six, we needed Carter Hart to steal a game. And yeah, he gave up four goals. But guess what? From the point he gave up that fourth goal till the end of the game, he was the best player on the ice. 
Wow. He, that's... W- he wins the game for the Flyers. Now, there are some other great players from tonight. We, we got to talk about them. We got throughout this thing, we got a bazillion comments coming in, but I want to tell you who they are, and then hopefully people will mention them and we can talk about them because I'll tell you, Michael Raffle was great tonight. He was playing hurt back in the lineup because they needed him. Because they needed him, exactly. And he now he scores a goal and then he sets the screen that's needed on the game winner. Yep. Okay. Yep. Michael Raffle was great. Yep. James Van Riemsdyk. Had another really good game, and not just because he scored. He was creating chances in overtime. He was really good as well. Yep. Okay. Really got to lo- love the effort from him. Um, those two were awesome. Kevin Hayes was sensational. Tyler Pitlick, especially on the penalty kill to start the double overtime. That was to me, but I mean, I thought like he was really throughout. Like he's he had more. He was the one guy who had jump, who could skate skate with the Islanders. Thought he had a really really good game. Like we need to identify this and we need to look at it and say, guys, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen Saturday night, but you should be damn proud of this team, and you should not only should you be proud of them, you should be excited for where they're going. Because if they win. The next round is gravy, man, to me. Well, if they win and they go on to play Tampa Bay, I expect them to get revenge for my eighth grade prom <laughs> when they ruined, <laughs> when uh, I ruined all those years ago. Uh, but uh, if they lose, you're you're on the way. You're on your way. So anyway, let's let's get there's 8000 comments. Yeah, there's there's, there's, there's a lot. I don't even know if I'm going to read the names. I'm just going to read the comments. OK, did the Flyers empty the tanks or is the wind out of the aisle sales? Who has the advantage for game seven? Um, I, I, you know what? If you're the Islanders, you have dom you just dominated a game and lost. Yeah, I think they're in Varlamov's head more than anything else. Okay, I really do. I think Varlamov's the the weakness. And again, um, like I was pointing out earlier, with the exception of that top defensive pair of Pelik and Pulak, the Islanders really get dominated when their second and third pair defensemen are on the ice. That's when the Flyers really can take advantage. The Flyers' mistakes are what what costs them against this team. They make too many stupid mistakes, whether it's turning the puck over or taking a bad penalty or or what have you. The Flyers cost themselves. The Flyers build the the mountain that they have to climb in every game against this team. So that's that's what I would say. I I, I would say that the advantage now – is purely Philadelphia, purely momentum, and it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what the Islanders do. I, I wonder. I wonder. Are if, they going to start Grice? Right, if Grice starts instead of oh, way. that would be an indict. Wow. I oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, we have a couple of days to to mull it over. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for those who didn't know, the game has officially been announced for Saturday at seven thirty on NBC. On NBC. Will we get Doc Emmerich on the call? No. Probably not. All right. BJ Beretta uh, says Flyers seem stronger in both overtime than the first three periods. Yep. Um, David Warren says, thank you for doing this so late. David, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us for the show. Frank Barber says, woo! Jeff Mealy says, winning! MDMA for PTSD says, do you believe in miracles? Aaron Frank says, someone find Trevor. (laughs) 
<laughs> Aaron, that's awesome. That's awesome. We do have to find where is Trevor? Where is uh, Trevor? Did you watch any of this? Any of this I, game? Tonight? I don't know. George, uh, Joseph Horakowski says, Ant, look more excited. Snipper Flyer says, jumped like a crazy man, dog barked, probably woke the kids. Worth it. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Snipper Flyer, this one's for you. Okay? This one's for you. This one's for you being so positive, keeping everybody's heads up. This one's for Chris Freed, who said at the beginning, this is going to be a you got to score five goals kind of game. This is for both of you. All right. It's for everybody. It's for Trevor Harris, who's never going to be allowed to watch another Flyers game because when he doesn't watch, they win. This is for a lot of people. All right. Rick on Twitter says best two words in sports game seven. Justin Kent says feel the shake. Uh, Colin Sebastian on Facebook just puts game seven a lot of times. There's a lot, a lot of scrolling to do. That's awesome. Anthony, what was the pronunciation here? Lamania. 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 What you gonna do, brother, when Anthony Lamania runs wild on you, brother? Right. Says, oh, yes! Okay, great. And Billavis, God only knows how many arrhythmias this team has caused over the years. (laughs) You know, I was looking at my watch, and um, my heart rate was way higher than it should have been. Uh, I was sweating up a storm. I'm just glad that it's all over. Ben Molesky says, I honestly cannot live through another game like this. Guess what, Trevor man? Harris! Trevor Harris checks in. <laughs> what happened? Ah, <laughs> oh, Trevor. Uh, I don't know if you're telling us the truth or if you're lying to us, but either way, we're just happy they won. Joseph Horkowski says, I'm not sleeping tonight. Kevin Danko says, Provocop. I like that I like for that. a headline. I like that. We should, that get the sh- headline we should make tomorrow. shirts. Provocop. Nice. Uh, Rick says, nice hair, Russ. Yeah, it looks like I've got like a W. Which is for kind of win. Favorite. Yeah, right? Does it kind of look for like a W? Doesn't it look like a W? It's like... Yeah. I can't do the reverse saying I can't. Okay. Mick says, Provorov! Aaron Frank says, by the way, my dogs officially hate us. The screams that came out of my house. Kevin Danko says, never had a doubt. Joseph Horakowski says, let's F and go. Sean says, moved my proctology appointment to Monday. <laughs> Hope I can cancel it. Ah, a boy, Sean. Gordon, Bill Gordon says, I have no voice, no nails. My stress level is at 100. As Lee's, it should be. Lee says, know, that's what playoff hockey is all about, right, Bill? That's what it's all about. You want your heart racing, your blood pumping, all the oohs and ahs, and then you get the reward at the end. That's what makes it, that's what makes it so great. Uh, th- this whole thing. Listen, this whole thing is insane. By the way, our uh, our our friend NHL Rumors Daily D- just DM'd me a little go- a bit ago because he had he had declared the Flyers dead a while back, and he just DM'd me and said NRG pulls off the very rare reverse jinx. So uh, well done, well done, fella. All right, let's go back to uh, Lee. Says Jonesy gave Oscar the third star from the broadcast. That's nice, Jonesy. Uh, Jennifer Clark says they're uh, they're killing me slowly. Go Flyers. Hey, it's a good kind of killing you, right? right. Anthony uh, Lamania says, Ivan the Terrible for the Islanders. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Wojcik says, my heart rate won't be getting back down to 70 until Sunday. Tyler Heat says, I gave up all hope. Hope against hope. And hope prevailed. Hope prevailed over negativity. Love it. That was was deep, Tyler. That was. Matthew Carmody says, man, that was incredible. And... Can they change the game plan to be more effective in game seven? Uh, look, it's survive in advance, right? I mean, that's it. You just got to figure it out. And whatever they did tonight worked. It may not have been perfect. It may not be sustainable for game seven. They might have to try something different. 
Um, but hey, they're still playing. They still have at least one more game to go. <sighs> it's a beautiful feeling. All right. Thomas Dixon says, Woo! Time for Hart to steal a game. He stole this one, baby. He TJ, really did. Uh, TJ Jastrom or Yastrom says, uh, why, do, why does our D and forwards lay back defending? Islanders are constantly pressing while on D. I'll take the win. I, you know, I, I, I think that they're constantly in a, in a state where they're forced to defend. I think the Flyers are trying to, instead of keeping a third man high, to kind of prevent the, that rush up ice, I think that they're trying to generate offense by getting the third forward in a little bit deeper. And if the puck turns around and comes back at them, now your defense is constantly backing up, backing up, backing up. And that's what they're trying to do. Uh, next one we've got is from BJ Beretta says, who has advantage game seven? Are the Flyers gassed or is the wind out of sales? I think we already hit that one. We did. Why, did he, why did he send it again? What are you doing, BJ? Uh, Eric Naccarelli says, good teams uh, win win games they aren't supposed to win. That was a prime example. Certainly was. Bill, uh, Bobby Crystal says, let's go. Jen says, uh, I made just... You just don't like to say Crookshank, do you? Crookshank. Okay. Crookshank Redemption says, I may just get my birthday wish after all. Oh, that's right. September 9th, 9th. was it? September 9th is her birthday. I yes. may just get my birthday wish after all. Flyers in the conference finals. Wow. That would be nice. Ryan Smitty says... Uh, where are the people who said we were dead? Ant and I said game seven. Islanders look confused. By the way, I said in the beginning of the series it was going to go seven. I just kind of gave up hope. You get, you get, you quit. But I did say seven. You and a lot of other people were. I said, I said, off the bandwagon after game four. I was right about seven games. And by the way, I said in game after game four, you needed Claude Giroux and JVR to step up. What did they do in game five? They stepped up. I said we needed more out of whoever scored tonight. We're just we're just gonna yep, we're just gonna roll with that. Everybody. And guess what? They came out, they played great in game six. So I guess what I'm saying is, you're welcome. All right, Warren Brody says Coots available for game seven. That's a great question, Warren. And you know, they did show him one time. I don't know if you guys noticed. Yeah. They showed him one time in the stands, and he was a little jittery. He had that, you know, restless leg thing going. But what I was looking for and did not see is some kind of brace on his so, knee. <clears throat> from what so, I had, from to what, me, that makes me think that he's not as injured as we thought, and that there is a chance, although I wouldn't call it a good one, but I think that there's a chance that he can play Saturday. I think that's the thing. I think that uh I think it's gonna be really hard to keep him off the ice for game seven. Unless there's a possibility of doing further damage. Um, I don't expect him until the conference final. If if they're able to pull out game seven. Uh, let's keep going. What happened? There we are. And Bilba says, who could know Hayes would earn his entire season salary on one play? Yeah, he, he's been, he was great tonight. He, you know, you want to talk about a guy who stepped into as best he could into that Couturier role? It was Kevin Hayes. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, it wasn't as good as Coots usually is, but he 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 was he was balls out tonight. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, next one. We've got Diego Rivera Gutierrez, who says uh, Provi just wanted it more. You're right. He, he certainly did. Jack K says, Isles must be freaking. Flyers are the team of destiny. I, 
You, it, it, they're they're like uh, what's his name? It just never dies. Just keeps coming back. Uh, the one from Austin Powers? No. Um, Trot. Tr- it was it uh, Trotsky. Right? Or is he the one now? Methuselah. Who Whatever. am I thinking of? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I'm thinking of somebody that did. Sean D says that win. Sean Moore says let's bleep and go. Matthew Carmody says happy with the win, but Hart stole that. AV has to tweak to be more competitive. Somebody's got to get my reference. Who Greg am I Webster of? says uh, get a better broadcast team. Sean Moore says karma for some bad breaks and luck earlier this series. Um, Jennifer checks in again, says playing with grit in OT. Ryan Max definitely says, the, definitely the second overtime. I thought the first overtime, not so much. Second overtime was really gritty. Rasputin. Thank Rasputin. you, Kyle Custer. He was Ryan the first Mac, one in with that. Ryan Max says, Kata Hot and Provorov. Tony DeLisandro says, uh, you don't have to defend a lead in overtime. Yeah, that's part of it. Here you go. David Mako says, this uh, reminds me of winning game six in 2004 versus Tampa. Uh, Kevin Danko um, says, yeah, says, that does have a little bit of a, a little bit of that feel to it. They were down a lot. Or, although the thing of it is, is that um, in that game, it was all it was that was the Keith Primo game. Even though Gagne scores the game winner, Primo was just on. He was playing unconscious, literally. I mean, he was playing with a concussion, um, and he scores the tying goal by passing the puck to himself across the crease, but skating around behind the net to get it on the other side. It was. It's one of the most incredible goals I've I've ever seen, and that was uh, so. This has a little bit of feeling of that, yeah. Uh, next one we've got is uh, Kevin Danko says Lindblom gets another game. Ben Molesky says, "Do you think maybe it was fraud Giroux's leadership which dragged them to a game seven? Hey, Giroux was really good again tonight too. He was really good. I mean, uh, really, I mean, he played. He he had to jump into that center position a lot of times. He took most of the, I mean, mostly all the faceoffs because Couturier couldn't take them. I mean, really good stuff, man. I mean, Giroux is just playing playing his ass off right now. Uh, next one we have is uh, Lindblom gets another game. We did that. Sean Moore says, and you know they're losing Game Seven painfully, but I'll take it. Lee says Grice in game seven for the Islanders. Jordan Bebus says, uh, I definitely didn't think that I'd have the energy for game seven, but I do now. We all do. Chris Mary says Provi all night long. Uh, Joseph Horakovsky says, why can't we play uh, dominant or why can't we dominate in regulation like we do in overtime? We play great in overtime. Do the Islanders play different or are we just great in overtime? That's a lot of times of saying overtime. In um, yeah, we would have to work overtime to, to, to answer the question. Um, uh, you know, I I think that um, I, I think that the Flyers. I mean, think about it. The, they should have had the goal earlier when that puck sat on the on the on the goal line. You know, when I saw that one happen, I thought it's just not meant to be tonight. Yeah, like I honestly thought that was the killer, right? Like I I thought, you know what? So many times you see a play like that happen, and then it goes in the net for the other team, right? And so I thought, oh man, that was as close as they're going to get, but. They just keep coming. They just keep coming, and they just keep coming. And that's, you know, they're resilient. You can't, you can't knock them. And that's, that's what makes them. That's what's awesome about this team right now. Uh, next one we've got is Ambilovus. Hart's focus seemed to increase with each period. What a wonderful mutant. He was great in overtime. Uh, there's no doubt about it. He was the player in the overtime. David Wilson Hayes is just so good. 
Justin says hashtag justice for heart. <laughs> That's a little knock at you there, Russ. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mark Kennedy said, so you're saying there's a chance. Yes, there's Mike a good Net- chance. Now. Mike Netsky, those turnovers killed him, but here we are. Yep. JW Hope says, how's the boys? I guess we're doing good, huh? Adam Joseph Falcone says, if only I had a flyer shaker to make martinis to celebrate with. <laughs> Anthony, I thought you were going to put yours up as a giveaway. So I I'm thought, gonna... yeah, but you're in charge of running all that stuff, Russ. I ain't it's doing, your I'm not, shaker. I'm, I'm not, not tracking all that baloney. You do all that good. That's what you do. You're the tech guy. You're supposed to put the tweet out. Uh, you're the tech you're, guy. To your 10, I'll, I'll tweet it out. You just got to get it all set. You're 78,000 followers. Snow the goalie. That's who should be tweeting right. it out. Snipper Flyer says, Ant said flyers in seven. He will be proven right on Saturday. Time for an av martini cheers cheers snipper michael brahoney says can we just start all the games in overtime please <laughs> jordan viva says also should we try to get whoever hit lawton suspended for that headshot there was sure. there was uh, it wasn't as bad but if uh the Farabee one didn't happen then. Simone Gagne! That's who scored the game six overtime winner against Tampa. BJ Beretta says Mayfield broke his stick. Flyers are definitely touched by an angel. Uh, feels like 2017 Eagles. Wentz hurt, Foles mediocre until Vikings game. Game-winning touchdown through Julio's hands, beating MVP Brady in the Super Bowl. Eric Woodland says Flyers look decent in double overtime. The Flyers are the better conditioned team. Look how they played uh, I think I think on the overtime or in the overtime. Yep. Gary, Gary Heller says Nick Foles Super Bowl MVP, but let's freaking go, boys! Bags twenty twenty. I'm so flyered up. Don't see me sleeping anytime soon. Uh, whatever win. Hashtag what, what Ivan. Oh, what a wow! Okay, what a win. Hashtag Ivan winner. The hashtags are out of place, bags, but it's late, so I don't blame you. Joe Horakovsky says Golden Knights goalie standing on his head right now. We don't care, Joe. Flyers. Oh, by the way, speaking of we don't care, uh, there, there was a point there in the overtime where um, Tim Saunders on the radio broadcast was rehashing the game for those of you who may not have, you know, just tuned in. And he's like, you know, the four goals for the Flyers are Kevin Hayes, James Van Riemsdyk, um, uh, Michael Raffle, and Scott Lawton. And uh, four guys scored for the Islanders, but we don't care who they were. <laughs> Just like he was, he's already punch drunk, and it was the second pin. And he got Coatsy, who's you know, who gets in like five words, and, and that's it. And I'm like, oh boy, I hope these guys don't go. I hope this game doesn't go multiple overtimes because these guys are already punchy. <laughs> yep. So pretty right, cool. Let's keep going. Um, Flyers have to be in the Islanders' heads. They put up 53 shots, dominated, and still lost. Uh, Anthony says to you, spectacular lighting this evening, Mister Filippo. Thanks, thanks, Ant. Appreciate it. Hunter Miko says Carter Hart is getting a $30 million contract next year. I don't know, but the flat with the flat salary cap, I think they're going to have to find a bridge for him. Somebody's got to build the bridge. All right. Uh, Eric Woodland says back to back kudos to the boys. Kyle DeWitt says we have absolutely no right being where we are, but I'll take it. Rick says, um, well, we already answered this one. This is about who has the advantage of game seven. Uh, Ken Garrison, uh, although worth pointing out, the Flyers technically are the home team, so they will have the uh, the last change. Last change, yep. Which we've talked about how many times this year. That's been a big thing with AV. Uh, Ken Garrison says Hayes is like Hanzus with the skill. That's a good. That's that's a good comparison. Rob uh, Rob Roy says Lindblom comeback double overtime. One of those playoff games we'll never forget. This whole series is going to be a series we'll never forget. They won three games in this series. 
in overtime. First time in the history of the Ever. team. Yeah, yep. that's unreal. Fireball Paul says, very unlucky we have to play game seven in a bubble and not South Philly. I know. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being in the I building for that? I, I'm sad that we can't be. Yeah. Connor Hatfield says, never a doubt. Let's go. Jack K says, Hart stole this game. First, second, and third star. I wouldn't go that far, but he did steal it in the overtime for sure. And Billivis says, Hart in overtime, uh, totally zen, completely present. Yeah. Tyler Heath says, Flyers deserve this. We deserve this. Kyle Elliott on Facebook says, when they were outshot 50 to 20, they shouldn't have even been on the ice anymore. That was insane. Yeah, that was insane. Kevin Ladden says, put it on the board. Hashtag, we got Joel's justice. Hashtag, look at the scoreboard. BJ Beretta says, if we win and the number one flyers are the underdogs to Tampa Bay, it's time to break out the dog masks. Kyle DeWitt, <laughs> Kyle DeWitt says, you guys uh, are going to have to buy matching hanging wall pictures now. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I don't uh, even know what yours is, Russ. What is? What do you got there? That's actually a picture I took of the Berlin Wall. Ah, yeah. I mean, I know that. You no, know, I, I, I had a, an opportunity. It says happiness there, but yeah, that's a picture of the Berlin Wall. I had, like, an, I I had an opportunity that. to uh, chisel off pieces of the Berlin Wall. It's in illegal. 19, in, not it wasn't. Then, in it wasn't. I know it wasn't then. It is now. Yes. Yeah. It made me kind of sad. I wanted to bring a piece of the wall home. They they could you know they offer you to buy one. I'm not buying a piece. You know. <laughs> um. I did know somebody who uh, at one of the airports grabbed a piece of concrete that was just like kind of loose and brought it home and told everybody it was a piece of the Berlin wall. It's not, it's just a piece of random concrete from a, from an airport, but whatever. Kevin McHugh we, uh, says only God saves more than Carter. Oh, stealing a line that used to be Bernie's. Got to yeah, come up with well, a better one. You know, it's been a long time. Uh, Jim Collar says game seven time to bring our big boy pants. Yeah. Zach Borgman says, Russ was negative. I don't believe it. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, three games ago, uh, Zach. Three games no, ago. No, never happened. Rob Grayley, having watched Provi uh, play here in Brandon, nice to see him capture a moment in the NHL. Oh, Rob checking in from Brandon, Manitoba. How about that? For the week. He played for the Wheat Kings out there. Well, that's, Ray, thanks for checking in from out there. Ray McCrory, PhD, says Timonen would fit perfectly with this team. <laughs> back to the brand, um, back to uh, our friend from Brandon. I'll tell you that what, what he was saying there, Rob. Um, Provi, Provi is going to be one of the top five defensemen in the NHL in, in, in very short order. He's getting there. He's close. He's getting close now. Um, he's not quite there yet. But I'll tell you, within the next couple of years, he, you're going to look at him and, and think of him as a as a frequent Nars Trophy guy, not winning it every year, but as a contender for the trophy. Well, Ja Ja, Mister San Filippo, that would be uh, quite interesting. Yep. All right, uh, Roy, uh, Ray McCrory, PhD, says Timonen would fit. We already read that. Steve Petruskovich, I'm tired, man. Steve Petruskovich says. Uh, I got to watch Provi play and Brandon. This kid is a stud. Another and, one from Brandon. And will be our anchor for many years. Good night. Uh, good night from... I'm trying to find if there's a rest of the comment. There's not. Okay, we'll keep going. All right. David Wilson. Flyers undefeated after Aunt San's son does the show. Get him back on. Wait, 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 wait. Andrew, come here. Look at the quote. Re- read it. This is great. This is great show stuff. Oh, why? Am, no, don't put me on the show. Just man. tell David Wilson. Say thanks, David. Thanks, David. There you go. 
Treating your kid like he's a I mean, top. I'm better than my dad anyway. So see, oh, wow. now, now you can go away. Wow. I predicted overtime today. You did. He, he did. did. He did he predict did. overtime. Wrong, wrong person to score the goal. But. Yeah, he did. He did pick overtime, which means that he's already much more reliable and useful than you are. Okay. Chris Houck <laughs> says, love how AV said it wasn't our best game. Both coaches and players got to play 60 full minutes of hockey. Yeah. I, that's what I, that's the best part about it. And, and that's what that's, he's pushing the right button there. Like here's a team that just had an emotional victory. They had to go double overtime. And then he comes out in the, pre, in the post game pressure and goes, yeah, it wasn't our best game. <laughs> so he, he leaves them another target. You know, that's great. That's that's what you got to like about this coach. Mike Coleman. You want me to keep talking because you're chewing a brownie? Is that what you're chewing on? No, it's one of those. Uh, what are the cookies? They're uh, these. Remember these? Oh, my God. Yeah, I eat them all the time. And they got the chocolate on the bottom. Yeah, so good. So good. Awesome. You, get, you get them at Keebler. Aldi. And, yeah, but you get them, yeah, but you get them at Aldi and they're only like 89 cents. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, Mike Coleman. What's going on in the face-off circle? Seems like Flyers are getting kicked out really often and complaining about something that the Islander centers are doing. Yeah, I, it, it's you know it's all gamesmanship at this time of year. Like they keep trying each each team's trying to outdo the other, and who wants to get you know the, the Islanders are looking for an advantage because the Flyers are a better face-off team. I think the Flyers won fifty-six percent of the draws in this one, so they're trying to get the Flyers off their game a little bit by trying to um, uh, uh, you know. Get them all, you know, get their best guys out of the circle. But, you know, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, there's a clip going out from the Flyers right now of Provorov running merrily, scampering merrily into the locker room. Um, he's running past Toronto Raptors logos. And I have to say, Anthony, there's something that's like causing me a little bit of inner peace with the Kawhi Leonard shot a year later seeing Ivan Provorov running past that Raptors logo and realizing that a Philadelphia team was actually able to win a game in Toronto. Pretty nice. All right, let's keep going. And Bilvis says, if Russ had been at Stalingrad, he would have been giving himself German les- uh, German Berlitz lessons. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> did, Jonathan- you watch the, did you watch the video, by the way? What, the, the one of Provorov running? Yeah. Yeah, it's delightful. That's why I was just the, the end is the most delightful part with them all sitting side yeah. by side, clapping in the uh, in the yeah. uh, locker room waiting for him. It's a great moment. Uh, Jonathan Brodo says, I love this team. Pat Luden says, I love hate this team for 33 years. I love that those <laughs> are back to back. Mark Kennedy says about this team. Some might say gritty. Oh, no. Kevin Danka says JVR and Raffle. Great games. Uh, Ken Garrison said, who knew Russ wasn't a ginger? Okay. Apparently, I give ginger vibes. I don't know. Gingervitis. Warren Brody says, Roffle and Hayes, great games. Tim Riley says, Pitlick, an unsung hero tonight. Yes, he was, Tim. 100%. Uh, Michael Brahoney says, Tyler Pye. I believe that's Pitlick. I think he was trying to finish typing Pitlick. Yes. Mm. Okay. James Brawley says, hey, Anthony. Hayes is the glue. He he's been great. He really has, especially tonight. He was awesome. Pat Luton says, "Is it really possible the Flyers finish this on Saturday?" Uh, yeah. And by the way, it's Loudon. I would assume not Luton. Um, he can Pat can correct me if I'm wrong. Listen, but it's late. I'm tired. 
but I do think. I mean, they got. I will, I'm going to make a prediction right now. Nope, they're the fa- they're the favorite. You are out of your mind. I think I I think that the the gambling sites are going to have the Flyers as a favorite in Game Seven. No, no, okay. No. That's my prediction. We'll see what it looks like. All right. Um, BJ Beretta says, I once saw Provy play with my buddy, Brandon. He said he, <laughs> he, said he looked pretty good. No, yeah, that was funny. Uh, Ryder Hale says, uh, breaking out the Basil Haydens tonight, boys. Woo! Nice. Uh, Michael Brahoney. Pitlick needs to be mentioned, too. Yes, he does. He had a great game. Uh, Tom Campbell. To everyone screaming for Morgan Frost, relax. Avi chose Oscar, who he knew needed to uh, he knew needed to shelter over him. Frost is a 2020-2021 conversation. Yes, correct. Good call, Tom Campbell. Uh, question from Justin. Is Pitlick the sleeper offseason acquisition of the year? I wouldn't go that far. I mean, but it was a really good acquisition. He's he's a an excellent bottom six player. Uh, Mike D93 also points out Pitlick, the big burrito, says Hayes is turning out to be a great signing. Eric Woodland says to the Thompson haters, he was over 60% in the faceoffs. Boom. Yeah, I mean, that's why he's here. He's here for that and to kill penalties and, you know, play a little physical. They were they had 64 hits, I think, in this game tonight. That's yeah. important. Uh, Dude, we have so many. There's so many. I can't read all these. I'm so <laughs> glad that people are excited, and I would love to read all of them, but I'm falling asleep. Look at you. Look at you with no energy now all of a sudden. Daryl Brandle says, uh, I saw Provy play in the Saskatoon versus the Blades in his last year. He was a man amongst boys. He really was. Can, can, hey, Russ, can we yeah. talk about this? Like, We didn't even bring this up. Like, This is a classic because this is going to be a meme forever. Can we talk about this a little bit? I know. Is that my tweet that I put out? I don't know if that's your tweet. What do you mean you don't know if it's my tweet? I tweeted that picture out. I, tw- I tweeted out a screenshot. I, but Okay, let me just say this. And I, I don't know if you know this, Russ, but I'm just going to pass some information on to you. I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of people who put memes together, not just you. Nah. Come on. Well, I tweeted it out. Yeah, of course you did. Excuse and me. so did 5,000 other people tweeted it. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Excuse me. Wrong. Not a very nice guy. San Filippo, not a very nice guy. Believe uh, me. Not uh, very uh, nice. Hey, spinning my wheels. We've been butting heads for the last few days. You're 100% right. He says, decaf Russ is boring. Needs that extra large dark roast. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it for game seven. So, what'd you say, Andrew? I, I agree. Yeah. Ski Monkey says, Provy is disappointed in Russ needing to sleep. You know, Ski Monkey was cracking me up, uh, and I don't have no idea who Ski Monkey is, but uh, <laughs> on, on Twitter. That's a great name, Ski Monkey. Uh, no, but on Twitter. How could you do anything but smile? Ski Monkey. Ski Monkey was tweeting, let's go Flyers, and numbering his tweets. Every time he said, let's go Flyers, he kept numbering them. And I, I don't know how high he got there in the double overtime, but it was like eight or nine that I had seen um that he got in there that was pretty funny so like uh, yeah people were just trying to find a way to to you know stay into the game anthony d'angelis said i broke out angels envy tonight it was worth it 
Jim Collar says, looking forward to you guys between periods. Appreciate the insight. Good night. See you Saturday. Thanks for checking in, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Hey, Fly Eagles Fly just asked who was connecting, making fun of with that grin. Uh, I believe that it was um, Andy Green. Uh, Andy Green. It might have been. Yeah. Uh, Spinning My Wheels says that I need to keep this hoodie going. I wore this in game five. I've now worn it in game six. I don't like doing the superstition for the, the clothes, though. I feel like that's when things start going sideways. Yeah, uh, you, you gotta wear it for game seven. By the way, Ski Monkey said, let's go Flyers 30. That's okay. how many he got out. Spinning says, TK went from bad to beer league bender. Yikes. <laughs> uh, Philly Sports says, so many people said we were dead, and you agreed with me uh, when I said it could go seven. I know I did. I know I did, Philly. Daryl Brandle says, has our power play ever been this bad? My God. Yeah, how nice would it be? Wouldn't it be wild if game seven, Flyers just get a few power play opportunities and just they just net a few. Wouldn't that be like the thing that would be incredible and lead the team to six? I, I, they're kind of do. Kyle DeWitt says 33 years. I've loved, hated this team for 45 years now. There you go. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm sure it has been brought up, but Niskanen played great tonight, says Anthony. I, he's been good since uh, game four when he had the two mistakes. I mean, he was good in game five. And he was good again tonight. I mean, their top pair is the only pair that's really going well at this point. I think Robert Haig had a decent game again tonight. Um, kind of looks like an underrated Robert Haig because Braun has not looked good. And we know that Myers and Sanheim have struggled a lot. So, like, Haig kind of gets lost in that shuffle. But I think Haig has actually been, like, the, the third best defenseman, really, for them, at least the last couple games. Even if the advanced stats don't show it. Joe says, God bless Ron Hextall. No overtime for game seven. Uh, Snipper says, just what, want to will, see- what, will, what will we do if we go overtime in game seven? Cry. <laughs> Snipper Flyer says, just want to say thanks for doing this. Stuck in rural Illinois. Not much opportunity for Flyers talk. Snipper, you're welcome anytime. Anytime, my friend. Anytime. 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 Anthony's probably got an extra room in his house. You want to come out and watch a Flyers game? <laughs> you want to do the press home show with Anthony Sanfilippo? You just I didn't. Did I not see someone who offered for us to go to his house for Game Seven? Dude, listen, I I don't know. I'm not. Is there a Tom I'm Campbell? Going, is there a Tom I'm, Campbell? I'm not going to anybody's there? house for Game Seven. Okay. Um, I would do it. And Bill 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 I know you. I know you. He had beers on tap. Beers on tap, Russ. That does sound nice. And Bill Bill says Thompson won several faceoffs in defensive zone toward the end of the game. So go, Ant. Um, Thanks, Ant Bilovis. Yep. Uh, David Mako says, this is one of those games they'll show on NBC Sports uh, Philadelphia Plus Classic if they end up uh, winning the series. And they'll show it way too many times. Jeff Cantone says, props to Scott Van Pelt had Oscar as the lead story on SportsCenter. That is pro- that is good props. Well, you know what, though? We're, we have to say that our, uh, our guy, Chris, Chris... Uh, you, Crap! I should I should know how to say his last name. Yastremsky. It wasn't Yastremsky, was it? Yastremsky. It was very close to that. Uh, works at ESPN, I believe. Works uh, as uh, one of his producers as, as right? part as part of uh, Scott Van Pelt's uh, crew. Yeah, and uh, he's just it's, we could just say that there's a good Philadelphia influence on that show as well. Uh, Chris Hauk notes that this is called a fudge ripple keebler this is the last one do i save it for game seven no i'll just go buy more tomorrow uh let's see oh steve 
uh, Petruskovich said that he was live in Winnipeg. Or he, he lives, lives, in, he lives, lives in, Winnipeg. in Winnipeg. Lives in Winnipeg. Um, Provi doesn't care what Anthony thinks, says Ski Monkey. <laughs> hey, hey, check, check out the one that just came in. JW Hope. Pop that one up. Um, Where he's Whoa! <laughs> Ah, it says you guys can come watch at my place in, I'm going to assume that's Geelong, Australia. Thanks for checking in from Australia. That's awesome. What time is it? I wonder what time Hold it on. is in Australia right now. It, we've now had people check in from Australia, Sweden, Scotland, the UK, Illinois, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in Canada. Many places in Some, Canada. Somewhere else in Canada. We got somewhere else in Canada. Another Canadian place. It's 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 two o'clock in the afternoon in Australia, by the way. Wow. So how about that? The uh the reach of the press row show and snow the goalie, it just continues to grow. You you it's love awesome. to see it. Um I agree with Aunt Bilvis here. Barry Ashby's ghost demands Ant bring out the mullet for game seven. Okay. Gotta Sounds rock it good. out. Hey, look where Aaron's checking in from. You forgot to mention that. Aaron is checking in from Columbia, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, we got Mike. Where's Mike? Mike, look at it. They're all telling us where they're from. Our audience is from all checking over. Checking in from Arizona? Mike checking in from Arizona. Yes. This is, this is wild. Shout out from North Carolina. James Trasado. Wow. Checking in from North Carolina. Thanks, James. Wow. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I just like... Is this waking you up, Russ? Is this waking you up that our fan base is all is international? It's all over the world right now. Look, we've got thousands and thousands of listeners on the podcast. It's just you you don't really you don't you don't totally like make the the jump here. Uh, Frank Barber's in Chicago. Mark Kennedy's in Elko, Nevada. Nevada. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate that. Jack Jack, uh, Jack Miwa's in Vegas. Look Look at this. Checking in from Barrie, Ontario, Canada. Yo from Atlanta. That's Jersey. That's Hale. Well, Bill Gordon, we know you're in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Philly sports shout out from Hatboro. That's where my wife's family's from. Hey, we have no, how can we not have anybody from Delco? Washington, D.C. Will Olmstead Look where these people are checking in from. This is actually one of the most remarkable things that's ever happened on this the press. Awesome. Brandon Summerman do down like in a, Delaware. We should do uh, like some kind of roll call. You got to do a map. Look at this. Joe, Joe Mastrosante from Mike, Key West. Michael Brahoney says uh, from the hockey hotbed of Reading, PA. Yeah. Hey, the Royals. You know, he got to see out. He got to see if he went to any Royals games. I don't know if he went to the Royals games, but he got to see uh, Kiro Ustamenko a lot this year. About it. Uh, uh, but definitely. Uh, definitely We've got to do fan. this more often. Look at how excited people are to, to talk about where they're from. John Burke says, yo, from Virginia. Scott Christopher says, checking in from Westchester. <laughs> that's cool there. I mean, I like that's Westchester. Awesome. Um, Kyle DeWitt says, I have an official radio board from B101's uh, heyday in my basement. Either of you is welcome to come here for Game 7. Look at that. I'm telling you, man. We got to do the Game 7 at somebody's house. Yeah. Uh, Chris Mack says, Russ is a stay-at-home mom. Why is he tired? (laughs) Uh, Jack was really thrilled, by the way, in a follow-up that you uh, said his name correctly. Yeah. Uh, Jen Jen says, Hopewell, New Jersey. Paul says... Paul says uh, vacationing in Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah, it's a good spot to be watching a game tonight. I used to vacation down in Ocean City, Maryland all the time. We used to have a, a condo at uh, 99th and the beach. So uh, right there in the 
almost to the border with um with uh what's what's Fenwick Island is to the north, right? So it's only about you know two miles from there. Daryl Brandel says there are lots of Flyers fans in Western Canada. Oh, there's Flyers fans all over the world. I know from when I used to work at the team, just uh, on how many people came oh, into the website and where they team. came from. Ah, ah, no, I knew that, but I just I'm sorry. Ah, ah. But it was good. Uh, Fly Eagles Fly says, "Dude, Delco, right here." Of course, Fly Eagles flies. I, yeah, it was probably you, you got a you got an Eagles tattoo as well. That would be totally Delco. Uh, ben Molesky says, "Shout out from the Micronesian <laughs> Islands." Ben, stop you. it! You're not Ben. ben. Ben, it would be amazing if that were true. (laughs) I don't believe you, but it would be great. Uh, Wags says Delco right here. Wags the dog. Nice. Uh, Kevin Danko says Delaware. Nice. We've got Mount Laurel and uh, Ventnor City. That's Warren. Chris Mack is down in Annapolis. Hey, good to see you, Chester County, PA says Bags. Charleston, South Carolina. Wissanoming. Florida. What's that? Windermere. Windermere, Windermere, Florida. Florida. Born and raised in South Jersey. Oh, thanks, Michael. Flyers. Thanks for checking in from Florida. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kyle DeWitt, who said about having the uh, B101 sign, said, I'm born and raised in Delco. Had lunch uh, from a cut above in Newtown Square. Nice. Today. Nice. You Delco That's people. Awesome. You're like Schuylkill County of Southeast yeah, PA. We know every, we know, we know where we know each other. We know we're all related too, probably some way. Somehow. Anthony D'Angelo says uh, East Grin, uh, East. Is it Greenwich or is it Greenwich? Greenwich. Greenwich. Why is it spelled like Greenwich? This is no. Why? You're from Schuylkill Darryl, County. It's okay. Daryl Brandel says this is an exciting flyer moment. It's been so long. Woohoo. Hey, by the way, somebody did ask. and I missed what? it because it, it, we lost it on the thing what? here. Asked where we were at. Yeah. So are you gonna we gonna tell them? I mean, I'm in Springfield in Delco. Nah. Russ, you don't want to tell them you're in you're in Phoenixville. I'm not. That's We're not close. where I live. You're close to I Phoenixville. Live, I mean, that's that's the bigger town. It's close-ish to where I'm at. <laughs> I live in. Uh, I'm trying to think of an, an obscure. I live in Casca. You know, there's a town. You're the worst, in, dude. There's a town. Yeah, we're we're there's having like town, all this fun stuff with each other, a, right? We're telling everybody where we're from. There's a town in um in Schuylkill County called Casca, and it's so small that if legitimately, if you were to close your eyes for five seconds as you're driving through, and like didn't veer off the road and die, you would uh you'd miss it. Yeah. Casca. Let's say I'm from Casca, yeah. New Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Did you know there's a New Philadelphia? Did you know that there is? It's a real thing. Uh, let's keep going. Patrick Burry says, uh, yo, from Naples, Florida. Nice. Steve Petruskovich says, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. How about that? It was one. I'll tell you what, Steve, of all the places I went, I, I you know, I traveled to every city in the NHL and I, people always ask me for some of my underrated places and Winnipeg is always on one of my underrated places places you guys know how to have a good time up in winnipeg been many, many a good night spent out in uh in winnipeg we've got ben salem checking in yeah oh, nice a lot of people say we have uh some people saying that they think that joel farabee is going to be the uh the difference maker in game seven brian gravino says live near harrisburg but i'm on vacation near glen falls new york glen falls Home of Barry Melrose. The four of the Flyers, uh, fan, the Phantoms used to play up in Glens Falls. I've been up there uh, many times <laughs> in my day. Used to take trips up with Tim Saunders to call Phantoms games. 
back in 2013. I believe that was the strike year. Whatever the strike year was, we Saunders and I called Phantoms games because Bundy didn't want to do it. So I was the color analyst for Phantoms Kyle, games. Kyle DeWitt says, Ant worked with me at WIP from 97 to 2000. Oh, I now know who that is. I say it's not his, that's not his last name. <laughs> that Wit is not his last name. It does begin with a W, but it's not his last name. Well, there you go. What's up, Kyle? You can, uh, you can, uh, definitely have, you can, I definitely, you can I definitely have beers with Kyle. Kyle, Kyle's a good time. Rich W, Isles in big trouble. They could well be. Aaron where's, Frank, uh, where's our boy Danny Small? Is he on? We should, we should check in with him. Right. Dude, it's really late there. It's really late there. It's five in the morning there. Danny Small? Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Branyan in uh, Scotland. I don't know where Danny Small is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Frank says there are no Flyers fans in Columbia. It's just us, and that's okay. There's not even like a cool Philadelphia sports bar down there somewhere where you can like get together with anybody and watch watch the games. Jimmy Chang checks in. It says Houston, Texas. Ah, nice. They've got one in Houston. That's cool. Jeff T- uh, Cantone says Upper Delco and Wayne. Yeah, I know Jeff too well. We used to play hockey together. Uh, Colin Sebastian says Towns in Delaware. We got Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, Anthony Melidio. That's um, Thunder Bay, I believe, is where uh, Patrick Sharp is from originally. Washington Crossing. Mm-hmm. Anthony D'Angelo says Greenwich, that I was right. You said Greenwich before. No, whatever. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. When Anthony pronounces something correctly, it's oh, and you heard you do it, Jim. Uh, uh, what is the what is the what is the place called in New York City? It's Greenwich Village, right? Yeah, Open, it is it's Greenwich, Greenwich Village. Village. Yeah, okay. okay. Spelled exactly the same, so you just assume that's what it is. Who was the uh, British singer that had like the star on half of his face? What was that guy's name? David. David, uh, David what? Bowie. Yeah, David Bowie. Did you know that there is a town in Maryland that's spelled the same way? It's Bowie, Maryland. Bowie, you Maryland. know that? So not everything that's spelled the same is pronounced the same. Anthony. All right, let's keep going. Um, Fly Eagles Fly says, if you guys do game seven from my house, I will feed you and provide free earplugs. Dude, feet, food and, and beverages, man. We got to do this. He didn't say beverages. It just said food. And I like food. I'm not going to some stranger's house to watch game seven. I just won't. Even if I'm there, I'll be there to protect you. Anthony, you are useless at protecting people. You could not. Pro- you couldn't protect yourself, let alone me. All right. You would throw me. I would, me, do it. I would, would throw it me in, in the line of fire. Just do it in a heartbeat. Uh, maybe. Jack right. Mewa, Springfield, baby. It's from from uh, from the town here. Frank Barber asks, uh, am I not just in uh, in cold country? That's where he's from. That's where I'm from. It's not where I live now. Somebody said they were born in Phoenixville. Uh, Snipper did. David Mako says Vegas down 3-0 would be awesome if they choked away the series. Yeah, the Canucks are winning game six. Uh, Michael Brini says, wow, didn't know Russ was a skook. My family's from Pottsville. Wait, wait. That's where I'm from. I'm from Pottsville. Wait a second. Skook? Skook? Okay. See, now he's awake. I'm awake now. Talk about Sheets Country, and now he's awake. Scoot kids afraid to leave the Scoot. I got it. I'm here for it. Um, how far will you guys go from Wells Fargo Center? I think that's the question for uh, to like to go. Uh, I'd go anywhere, man. I'm not. I'm not picky. Anthony just needs some friends. He really. It's good no, for. No, it's good for. Out. It's good for the show. It's good for the program. Is it? Yes. Is it? Okay. And so we get. And we get fed. 
Philly Sports says Russ is in his bunker like Trump. Can't tell where. <laughs> or am I in the Biden basement? Who knows? Who knows? All right. Um, I had somebody send me a Joe Biden video in a DM, like in the middle of the game. And I, I kept wondering like if there was any relevance to the Flyers. There wasn't. It was just a random Joe Biden video. Nice. I don't know why. No, I don't think it was nice. I was like, this is just weird. Like, why did I watch this whole thing and nothing had to do with the Flyers? Uh, spinning my wheels through life says day jobs for you guys. Always wondered. Yeah, we both have day jobs. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a writer. <laughs> I, I just, it's not the full-time job just has nothing to do with sports. My job has nothing to do with sports either. <laughs> Michael Brandy says uh, new Philly, Michael, Michael. That's right. Only somebody whose family's from Skook would know about new Philadelphia, new Philly. <sighs> Muslims. Muslims, kegses and eggses. Their sign that they had for the longest time was misspelled. There was like a weird apostrophe. So it said kegses and eggses. Anyway, bag 2020. Russ living in the bunker. Uh, Fly Eagles Fly says Springfield, born in Upper Darby, grew up in Broomall. Close. Neighbor me on both sides. Uh, Spinning asks if I'm in Kyle Scott's basement. I am not. I that, would am not. Be, that would be weird. That would be very strange. I don't want to think about what Kyle has in his basement. Russ wouldn't. I mean, Kyle wouldn't let you in his basement anyway. He's too too afraid of having uh, uh, any contact with society. That's true. That's true. He was uh, he was yelling today about how the second wave of COVID is going to kill us all. Yeah. So yeah, nobody's at his house uh, except his family. I wonder. Uh, I did make the joke to him one day that like if either of his kids start running a fever, he's going to have them go live in the backyard. And uh, he said something one day that was kind of like, yeah, we've uh, it's a nice day out, but we're we're going to have one of them just kind of hanging out. We're going to monitor his temperature. I'm like, oh, my God, you're really going to have him sleep in the tent outside. I don't think it happened, but I'm also not sure. Um, do, 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 Columbia, Maryland, says Chris Houck. Yeah, nice. There we go. Uh, Columbia, Maryland to watch game seven. Guys, this reminds me after game six Boston series in 2010. Just amazing. Yeah, well, yeah, and get excited because game seven, I mean, this is close. I mean, you're not winning four in a row, but boy, oh, boy, it does have that feel like, yeah. of what we felt like after game six. Yeah. Nick H checks in from SoCal. Oh, how about that? It's early there. It's only five after nine. Here you go. Daryl Brandle. I'm from North Battleford, Saskatchewan. Same hometown as Lindsey Carson and Bruce Hoffert. Yes, Lindsey Carson was a uh, key member of those mid-80s teams uh, that went to the finals against the Oilers and lost. Actually, was setting the screen in front of the net on the famous J.J. Daniel Game 6 goal uh, to beat the Oilers in the Stanley Cup Finals. And Bruce Hoffert uh, was a goalie with not much of a uh, not much of a history here. But was a flyer. Your old uh, co-worker here is saying, I have complimentary handles of Tito's. Dude, I, I'm not surprised. Kyle would... Kyle would... Are you calling would, Kyle uh, an alcoholic? Like, these are no, the but Kyle's a, good, Kyle's a good dude, man. He's good conversation. He probably would have good food and good drink. I'd hang out with Kyle, no question. Plus, he's got, he's got a lot of Delco in him. Uh, Philly Sports says... Uh, all you can eat wings, beers, and cheesesteaks come to Hatboro. Man. I, dude, I'm in. This man. is, I mean, that's, that's. I would make the drive to Hatboro just for not, all, all I can eat wings, bad, beers, and cheesesteaks. Come on, Russ. 
Come on. Where are we getting them from? Are they coming from Happer or Pizza? I don't care. I don't what? care. That kind of matters. Like I have if to. If it's free, it's for me. Is it from Nino's? Is it from Happer or Pizza? Like I have to know. Is it from somebody else? You going up to Tonelli's? Like where we? I know that area. See, I know that one little sliver of uh, that side being, of Monaco. You're being picky. I'm not being. No, no, I'm not. Uh, Michael says that he still has family living in Pottsville and Frackville. There used to be a mall in Frackville. Did you know that? You didn't know that, Anthony. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't understand the Frackville Mall. It's gone now. They demolished it. They demolished all the hopes and dreams of children everywhere. Wawa or Sheets? You know, Anthony and I had an argument about Wawa and Sheets on an episode way back when we had Scott Hartnell on. And the first like 15 minutes of the podcast was us arguing about Wawa and Sheets. And I had like five or six people tweet, I'm never listening to your show again. Why did you make an argument about Wawa and Sheets, the lead story? And I was like, if you can't understand that, then you don't deserve Snow the Goalie. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty clear. The answer to this question is so obvious. Go ahead. It's Wawa. It's both. No, you're just yes. you're, you're also a Sheets guy. It's, no, it, it you're, is. You're a Sheets guy just marauding around to make pretend that you're not. No. It, no, I am a sheets guy. So, so that you no, don't upset no, no, the people no. that you live around no. now. No, because I said I, I can. No, I say Wawa's quality has definitely dropped since I've moved to this area. But what I can say is a Wawa and a sheets theoretically could coexist in the same area because sheets has a fryer and Wawa doesn't. Wawa does better coffee. Sheets does better breakfast burritos, believe it or not, because they do tots. They do tots from the fryer. And they do the Schmonster burritos. Uh, both have their their pros and their cons. They can coexist. Anybody who tries to argue that is just uncultured swine like Anthony. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. But then we have the next person is Anthony. Not you. You're not the uncultured swine. It's San Filippo. Who's what are you like leaning back for? You're like uh, I'm. I'm. I'm starting to feel it. Oh, are you? Yeah. Pounding your wine. I've been uh, drinking so water tonight. Anthony said, "I think the Flyers planted the seed of doubt in Game Five, and it has started to sprout in Game Six. It's going to be an interesting Game Seven, man. I. It's it's tough for teams to lose the, that kind of a lead and then figure it out. Yep. Uh, the Reverend of the Church of Church Hague of Hague says, "Do the Isles go back to Varlamov for Game Seven? You said no. I, I no, I didn't say definitely. You not. said that you think there's a good chance they. I serve. think I think there's a chance they go Grice. Uh, Bags twenty twenty says, "You guys make the games complete. Flyers post game on Comcast is terrible." Oh, thanks, Bags. Appreciate that, man. Michael also points out, "Don't forget about Shendo, Shendo, Shendo four six two. Shendo is really how you say it, Shendo." Um, Daryl Brandle, we won because our goalie is better than theirs, and we have Provy. Aaron Frank says, "I love how this has turned into sharing hour." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron, you're great. Thanks. Uh, Flygelsfly says, "Russ, your impersonations aren't bad. You did Hogan earlier. How about Randy Savage?" Can you do Randy Savage? They start to sound the same after a while. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. But the yeah, yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. Snap into a slim gym. Yeah, not, not so good. Yeah. No. That, that was a no. That one was bad. Columbia, Maryland says the cup uh the cup or bust. 
four overtime wins to win the series. Wonder if it's ever happened before. That's a good question. I'm not certain that. It, I mean, I'm trying to think. It just in my in my in my time covering hockey, it hasn't. But that's you know, twenty years. I and I'm trying to go back before that. I can't think of a time that it's ever happened. Um, five two eight I says that was you, Mellon. You know, it, so yeah, and I'm I'm thinking about it. So was Carson on for the prop goal? Or was he setting the screen? I might be confusing. I think it was an over. There was also an overtime game winner by Mark Howell in the playoffs. I think it was against the Rangers, where Lindsey Carson might have been. So I have to go back and and, and relook at some of those goals. So, okay. Uh, Philly Sports checked back in and said that we can get the cheesesteaks and wings from wherever, from wherever. Now it's becoming a consideration. Oh, I feel like I can now tell you this. Um, I had a tweet that was that was doing really well that I had to delete because I did a screen capture of my phone and you called your phone number was out there for people to see for a little bit. I deleted it. What? what? Yeah, I had to I had to take it down. I didn't realize your phone number popped up. That's your fault for calling me at the end of the game. So <laughs> if you start getting any random texts or calls, it's gone. I mean, I took it down. It was up for 24 minutes, but I finally saw it. I was like. I saw these people saying like random phone call and I was like, what? And they're like, Anthony's going to be getting calls. And I was like, is this an Uber joke? And then I watched my video to the very end and I saw that, uh, yeah, your phone number popped up on my phone. So it's gone now. Nobody can see it. But uh, anyway, if you got any weird uh, texts. No, I don't. Well, then it looks like nobody. I mean, the positive is I had like a minute 20 or a minute 30 on the video and it only popped up at the very end. I thought I cut it out, but then I remembered after the fact you called me twice in a panic. You couldn't just text me like a normal person. So yeah. um, anyway, um, anything else? Jack Smith says no more challenges, right? Yeah, they can't. They can't challenge anymore. Although you watch, watch something come up where he's going to think about it. Frank Barber says, just got to say, watching those highlights from Primo's goal, I miss those black jerseys. I do, too. I, I will say this. I mean, this is some in- interesting information that uh, I'm getting from the younger San Filippo. I think I'll let him share. This is his This is his stat, not mine. Elaine Vigneault is currently undefeated in the playoffs when losing a challenge. That's it right there. <laughs> Good stuff. I don't even know if it's true, but we're here for it. <laughs> you might be right. Was there a challenge in game two? Yes. And they, a- and they won. I mean, they won. And, and there was a challenge in game five. And they got, yeah, he's right. They're 3 0 in games when Vino makes a challenge and loses. Vino knows what he's doing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> did, you know, did you know the Flyers are, the Flyers are undefeated in goal, uh, games in which they score more goals? Uh, oh, blast from the past, the Fairlane Village Mall. Yes, I think that's still uh, up on the outskirts of Pottsville. Uh, Jack K says, "Come to Canada. I'll provide poutine and Canadian beer." That's a, that's a that's a winner right there. Oh, Jack, I love the Canadian know, poutine. Where, where in where in Canada do you live? Canada. Uh, I like. I'm gonna get the passport re-upped, and when this whole thing is over, I think you and I need to do a press road show from some Canadian city. I think it'd be fun. I think we should just do a press road show tour and bounce from city to city. Couch surf. <laughs> visit all of our visit all of our fans up in Canada. That'd be fun. That'd be great. You know the goalie trends up there, so it's good. 
Snow the goalie trends in like eight different countries. We could yeah. go all over. Jackson know? Barry. Huh? Home of the Barry Colts. I didn't even get there yet, but here, but you can see it. Um, Cover bus says Wawa for sure. Somebody else yeah. earlier said Wawa. Bags twenty twenty says Sheets can't even get in the conversation. Well, Bags, you didn't even spell Sheets right, so get out of my face. Jack Smith says, uh, "How do you guys think Lindblom looked? Third star with two hits, and by the way, Wawa all day." Yeah, I mean, yuck. I mean, it's his first game back, and and you can't expect much of anything from him. Um, I did notice a couple, notice him a couple shifts. Thought he had a couple of nice plays on a couple shifts. Um, but I also didn't notice him on some of his shifts as well. So um, he's, not, he's not processing the game at, at the speed is what it looked like. Yeah. I mean, I, you know or what? Just to be expected. It's just the fact that he played, man. That's yeah. that's all that matters. Yep. That's all that matters. Yeah. You know, I don't want to take all the, the, the fun and the good nature and everything out of it. But if you're the Islanders, you thoroughly outplayed the Flyers. You outshot the Flyers. You, for large stretches, dominated play against the Flyers. And yet the Flyers, despite getting outshot two to one, despite not having their Selkie, their Selkie trophy finalist in the lineup, and despite the fact that they had a guy playing on the team who hadn't played a competitive game since December 7th, you lost your game. You lost. It's got to hurt. It's got to hurt. Blue Dude checks in and says, Royal Farms got that chicken. I still haven't had Royal Farms chicken. I've that Royal Farms chicken is a pretty good sandwich. I'll give you a question. Give, JW give Hope a says, I'm Australian and it's Wawa. JW, you're lucky. I can't can't reach you all the way in Australia. You got you to gotta go sheets a little bit. Uh, Philly Sports says, I'm a Wawa guy, but schmuffins are incredible. Schmuffins, of course, Anthony, are from sheets. Not perfect, but off by one. Uh, by the way, this, it, it should also be noted, Andrew points out, uh, Flyers... This season, when Kevin Hayes scores a goal, including the playoffs, are 22-0-1. I don't believe that. It's true. I don't think that's true. 100% true. Nope. I, I actually knew that beforehand. Andrew just reminded me of it. Nope. You're f- I don't believe it. Okay. Uh, Michael Brahoney says uh, that Russ should know all about the Pottsville Maroons. The 1925 NFL champion Pottsville Maroons that were stripped I'm not going to get into that today, but that's a history lesson worth a uh, worth its own show someday. Uh, how do you say that? Is that Mississauga, Mississauga, Ontario, which is a suburb, basically a suburb of Toronto. Okay. Uh, Chris Houck says, as long as it's not Royal Farms, they stink. Have to drive 30 minutes for a Wawa and over 50 for a Sheets. Based on where Chris said he's at, I'm guessing the Sheets is in Joppa, Maryland. I know that because when my wife was teaching down in Maryland for a couple of years, I would go 15 minutes off the beaten path. I would drive three hours to go see her and 15 minutes off the path each way to go to Joppa, Maryland to go hit up the Sheets. Oh, yeah. It's real. He, he uh, says that you're correct. Joe Mastrosante said, oh, good. I like being right. Joe Mastrosante says, uh, Philly born, but live in Carolina now. Wawa for quality, sheets for variety. It's pretty solid. Uh, Dylan Cook says, got to go to bed, boys. Save the gas station food debate for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, sheets isn't even close to Wawa. Fryer means nothing dopey. You know, Kyle, oh, dead to me. That's my boy. Dead to me. That's my boy. Who said weasel answer? Tom Magnet. That Sheets and Wawa coexist. Again, 
you know, it is a weasel answer. It's, it's not I a agree. weasel answer. No, it is. It's not. It's not. It's just that people are, you know, we all we all have to be black and white, right? We can't have areas of gray. Sheets and Wawa can both operate in an area of gray. It's beautiful, you know, live in perfect harmony together. Scott Christopher says Sheets is a gas station that started selling food. Wawa is a deli that started selling gas. <laughs> That's right. right. Uh, God, I just need. I think we just need to shut this down because I. It's all right. Yeah, we're getting to the end. Yeah, we're uh, getting to the end. You're you're punch drunk. It's twenty after twelve. Somebody said I got to write a story. A somebody said there's a stat out there that says that the 1951 Maple Leafs are the only team uh, to win a series with four overtime. Wouldn't wins. surprise me. I mean, I I know it didn't. I see it just didn't dawn on me. I, I'm pretty good with stuff like that for uh, since expansion. I don't really know the pre-expansion, the original six years, and how the playoffs went. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case, though. So amazing that Chris Christie declined to work in the current administration. To work with you, Russ. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Rev. Appreciate that. Uh, all right. Well, listen. I'm really, I'm really glad that we all got to have fun here. I hope as many people as possible took down Anthony's phone number. I hope they prank call him. I hope they text him. I hope they're... Th- I should have just kept it up. You never would have known. How can you not have me saved in your phone? I did. It's when, when the person pops up, on my phone, it says, you know, call incoming, and then it has your name. And above your name in very small text is the phone number. This is why you don't have an you don't have an iPhone, do you? No, because I have a brain. All right. Um, I think we're good. I'm looking to see if anybody else put in a, another cool thing. Frank Barber says, uh, go on the road next regular season. Come to Chicago. I'd Great cra- town. Crash with Frank. Go check things out. All right. Uh, I think we're good. I think so. Oh, somebody said to go to Montreal because the strip clubs are tremendous. I don't know if this is from Montreal, but been been there, done that. That's just, you know, who hasn't checked in on the press row show? Who's that? Jamie. Remember Jamie checked in a couple, a couple games ago Mm -hmm. from the bachelorette uh, party weekend. Yeah. Want to know how that, want to know how that went. Well, we want to know how she's doing. And also, uh, you know, if she regrets not having you down for the bachelorette party could have been invited and you weren't so sad. Uh, we just got another, another email just came out. Oh, okay. So we've got what three, is it three game sevens now? Right? Yeah. Yep. One tomorrow and then two on Saturday. That's going to be insane. Yeah. No, two tomorrow. Oh, two tomorrow. That's right. It's back. It's back to back. Vancouver and Vegas. Is back to back. I forgot they went back to back. Game. That's going to be insane. Yeah. Um. All right. We got to go because uh, this is just a lot, a lot. Um. Question is great though. No, I think it was good. I think this was like therapeutic for a lot of people. You know, especially you, Russell. Why? It was therapeutic for you. I just, you know, I you I got look- to know you got to know our our uh, our uh, listeners on a little bit, you know, of a personal level. I think that's a good thing. Stepping outside your comfort zone, not just, you know, locked in your in your uh, in your little Pause. bubble up there in, in whatever Pause. town outside of Phoenixville you are. Pause. Pause a second. I already know everything about these people because I get the analytic reports on the people who uh, uh, check into the show. And there we go. Reading the numbers. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, me, I want to, I'm a man of the people. I want to get to know the people. I want to hang out with these people. I want to have beers with these people. Dude, you legitimately spent how many times admitting outright that you just want to go see these people because they're offering you free food and beverage. I don't know if you actually want to meet these people. If they didn't, I want to meet the people too. I mean, yes, those are perks. Listen, absolute perks, but I want to meet the people. I think if so, apparently somebody, uh, there was like an interview with somebody who knows things about vaccines today who said that the uh, the very hopeful early rollout could be as early as the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. My hope is that by next spring, when hockey season is going to be, I don't know, nearing-ish the last quarter of the schedule going into postseason – my hope is that things will be kind of normal and we could do stuff because I think we could do some really fun live events. I think we could partner up with some local businesses yeah. that are going to need the the foot traffic. Uh, and if you know anybody out there who has a, uh, a bar or restaurant that, uh, you know, wants to uh, do some stuff, you just let us know. Hey, by the way, what? we got a new five star review. Is it another Lee C five star review or is it like a five star five star? No, it's a five star five star. No, it's not. I'm gonna read it because we usually read it, but I'm gonna read it. Okay, I got it, guy. Is that the name of the person? Yeah. Okay. I got it, guy. Uh, Best Flyers podcast out there. Five stars. These guys do a great job of giving realistic expectations for the team. They understand hockey, unlike all the guys on sports radio, and it makes a difference when they break down the games. They also get great guests and snow the goalie and the snow the goalie bump is real. If Russ is so concerned about Drew's scoring, maybe you should get him on the show. And then Drew a, sh- a guy shrugging his shoulders. Keep it up guys, love the pod. Oh boy. Well, that's nice. <laughs> so, that's very nice. By the way, um we are up to 145 star ratings on iTunes. We are at 96 five-star reviews. What did I say? iTunes. Apple Podcasts. We're up to 140 Apple Podcasts five-star reviews, 96 five-star reviews, 140 five-star ratings. Um, Still have some people given three stars at some point. I don't know how long ago it was, but, uh, you know, have a, have a real opinion. Three stars is like saying that cheats and Mawa can coexist. Um, <laughs> So there we go. Very happy that uh, we picked up another five-star review. Everybody loves that, especially Anthony. I, I guess I'm going to put this into the podcast feed for those who might have missed a little bit of it. This yeah. is going to be like a six-hour uh, post-game show. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I can't wait to see the analytic report on uh, how many people stuck around uh, beyond the initial few minutes uh, with this one. I want to know how many people stuck around for the, uh, the, the therapy session. And the check-in from all around. I do think that we should do that for game seven for pregame is just do a quick moment of where's everybody at just to kind of show the roll uh, call. Yeah. Like do a little roll call and have a moment where we all just kind of bond. I think it's a good thing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Fly goes fly says the three star people probably like seven 11. <laughs> That's the best way we can end the show. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks guys. Rest row show. If you're listening on the snow, the goalie feed, thank you so much for checking in. And uh, we will talk to you on Saturday for uh, Game 7. 
we will be doing that. So that that game is at seven thirty. So I'm thinking we'll probably we'll go live around seven seven o'clock for the press row show. Um, if you are listening to this in the podcast feed and you haven't checked out the press row show yet, make sure you do that. It's available over on Twitter at Ant San Philly at Joy on Broad at Snow the Goalie, uh, as well as uh, uh, the Crossing Broad Twitter at Crossing Broad. And then you can also find it on Facebook, facebook.com slash crossing broad and facebook.com slash snow the goalie. Anthony and I will be writing some stuff up about this game. And I think some stuff in anticipation of game seven over on crossingbroad.com. So if you can give it a read, give it a share on uh, Facebook and Twitter, that's always really nice and very helpful comment and all that. So uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for checking us out and we will uh, talk to you very soon.